Evening. Evening. Yeah, the sun has risen and now has set. The days of earth are consumed by new life pushing up through the ground as naked trees begin to cover themselves once again with leaves. Yeah, my attempt at some poetry. Hard to see the poetry these days. Looking out at our planet. <laughs> our planet, four and a half billion years and seven days old. But I feel like I've returned to winter to hibernate in the corner on my stool. The drip, the drip says time is moving forward, but I feel like time is moving backwards. Meanwhile, back on the ranch, bacteria have reminded us that they don't need an iPhone to leave a message. It is reaching across the globe with a signal strength that makes 5G broadband jealous. I have time. Time on my hands, on my shoulders, on my mind. And I was wondering, since I've got all this time, is it possible that, that we are the cure? Well, well, some of us are the cure. And then I wondered, since my penis also has time on its hands, that what if God's harvest, uh, the more poetic name, for what comes out of the penis, what if this God's harvest, crudely known as cum, what if cum contained the, the, the secret sauce ingredient to combat and cure those infected of the virus? And then, then my mind raced ahead to fulfilling this mission, I mean, this mission, and offering all those who want the cure to come before me. No, wait, 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 wait. I, I come before them, whatever. All right, all right, look, of course, this thought is perverse. I'm perverse, and I'm self-serving. So, of course, I will not ask you to make this fantasy come become a reality. Huh? What a guy I am. Reality. <laughs> reality does not need to bow to the sickness of the mind, or my mind. Reality is sick enough at the moment, and some of this sickness has nothing to do with a virus. As a teacher... Yourself. I thought you, know, I, you wouldn't mind if I talked about schools. There is a social sickness that this virus is shining. And it's shining a brighter light on more than ever. And that is parity. Parity. Equity. I mean, while private schools are up and running, long distance learning via computers and social media, public schools are lagging behind. Why? Well, because of parity. If all students can't have access to something or everything, then no one will have access to anything until there is parity. Did you think of parity in your design? I mean, as single-cell organisms became multiple-cell organisms and so on until human beings came off the DNA assembly line, did you concern yourself with the possibility that not all humans would be equal? <laughs> Some might be too tall to fit in a bed or too short to reach the grain crackers. Some might be born with a serious illness, others never ill in a day, not a day in their lives. Some would rise up and overcome all obstacles in life and others 
would crumble the first time they heard no. Some would be simple, some overcomplicated, some would never be able to climb out of poverty, and others would be born into a life of never having to worry about money. Some would have the most loving, caring parents, and some would never even know their parents. Or if they did, well, the parents didn't really care that much about them. So did I answer my own question? I mean, since the beginning of, of villages and cities and our towns and countries and empires, there's always been those who have fared well and those who don't fare well at all because of, I don't know, their own failings or failure, bad luck. So getting back to school, sorry. It is the duty of schools and teachers and administrators to uphold the educational codes of states and the nation. These codes are chock full of legalese with words that attempt to write, you're wrong. Try to make everything just perfect. The design, <laughs> this game of life is not perfect. It was never meant to be. I mean, it appears that design, the design of your game is, is to struggle and some will struggle more and others will struggle less. We are not allowed to change the board. Is this a challenge you are presenting? Play the board game with such passion, such commitment that we can raise all boats? Yet, no. That no matter how much you try, you will never make every last one of us all healthy, all happy, all successful, leading long lives of purpose and fulfillment. Should this comfort us, knowing that parity for all is impossible? That only as spirit can one reach parity? As flesh containers, hmm, we may reach for parity, but our reach doesn't extend that far. I remember when traveling in India, we would witness bicycle rickshaw drivers who were carrying passengers up a steep hill, and it was hot and humid, and the passengers, the passengers they actually would lean back on purpose to make it even harder for the driver to make it to the top. I mean, were there situations saying, I can't create parity in the situation, so I will lean into my, into my advantage to be, to, be, I don't know, to be served rather than the one serving? You see, I am here to take advantage of my raised place, and you are here to serve me. In India, I was thinking about you a lot, in India, inequity blurs into one racing river of humanity. Poverty and wealth piss in the smell of jasmine. Justice and cruelty exist at the same time. Perhaps that's how it, how it is for you. Right now, your creatures, your, your scientists here on Earth are trying to build a quantum computer kind of based on how, on Indian life, I mean, and, and also on the quantum theory of dynamics that talks about two actions happening exactly at the same time. Two actions happening at the same time. And what is this nexus? What is this place where, where good and evil can happen simultaneously? Ah, is it Motel 6 or Four Seasons Penthouse, a bar at closing time? Well, all three of those fit this description. And if good and evil were to act at, at the same time, I mean, does either good or evil really exist? Is that where you sit? In between it all, in the eye of the spiritual storm, calmly observing. There are, they're saying, well, there are 10 dimensions 
in our universe. Ten. We know of one, two, and three of them. But you can travel in all ten. Go on vacation to the seventh dimension. Or hang out in the fifth dimension. You know, sort of hang around and fly away. Would you like to fly in my beautiful, my beautiful balloon? You knew when I said fly, I was uh, heading this way to that song, huh? It's a good song, though. Anyway, dang, the fact that you can flirt and flit from dimension to dimension, I mean, the frequent flyer miles you must rack up, but oh no. Your creatures here on Earth are stuck in a 3D world of inequity, and we must embrace it, rise up to meet it, sing about it, and fight against the game's design. But as I sit here, withdrawing, hiding from the world, there are those who run in to the charge of unfairness, into the danger, and do what must be done. Regardless of personal cost, the nurse, the cleaning staff, the fireman, the doctor, the police officer, the ambulance driver, the security guards, in them we find the best of you. Those not willing to stay safe in the calm between this and that, they commit. They represent the zenith of what flesh and spirit can do together in harmony. Step out from the between and listen to the music they make and bless them. It's not been easy. Here, isolated, with one's own thoughts. And this is why it's so good to have music, to have this ukulele by my side. It is a gift to be simple, they say, but it's a gift to be able to, to play music. It is one of, one of the greatest exports that we offer. So, how about this one? Ah, 
Night God, rest. <laughs>